Let's go out to the phone line. This guy runs around. He does a great job with the hometown news here in Brevard County. He's my good friend, Chris Bonanno. Chris, how you doing today? I'm doing okay. Looking forward to the, uh, the Super Bowl matchup, which actually does have a couple of local ties with uh, Coco's Juwan Taylor. And uh, I actually just got off the phone for an interview, uh, the Highland Mint, for those who don't know, in uh, what is it? It's Melbourne, but it's over the bridge on 192. Uh, it's essentially in Indian Harbor Beach. Uh, they produce the Super Bowl coin. Uh, that you'll that everyone will see that it's flipped uh, both for at the beginning and then obviously the one time it went to overtime uh, they do that as well so excited about that and excited about my white hot New York Knicks so a lot of good stuff did you talk to Vince Bobat I sure did yeah Vince is awesome uh, he is. He, he, he is awesome. And, uh, for those of who have had an opportunity to go into the Highland Mint, if you're a sports fan, oh my goodness. Um, you will, you would absolutely just love everything, you know, the memorabilia and sign things and things that they produce. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Do you have one of the Super Bowl coins for your Giants? Uh, I do not. We, um, you know, us playing in the Super Bowl is, uh, that seems like a far off, uh, thing right now, but, uh, <laughs> should they? Uh, I, I'd be happy to. I mean, I, I did cartwheels over the second round of the playoffs last year, and that seems like even a, a long, long way away. But uh, maybe your team's building towards something, Mark, so maybe you'll be able to get a coin here. Oh, no, uh, I meant. Maybe in a couple of years. Oh, no, wait. I meant, like, from years past. Did you get one oh. when you beat the, the Patriots twice? I did get, I got the shirt, I got the hat, um, uh, you know, uh, it's all, the, all, the, all the stuff. Yeah, I got, I got memorabilia. I even have stuff from when they beat. Um, the bills, and I actually have. I'm one of the. I actually have a couple shirts. I think I wore it a couple of days ago. Um, you know the, the the Giants team that went to the Super Bowl and got killed by the Ravens. Oh yeah. Uh, I have. Yeah, I have that shirt. I have two shirts from that as well. And it's kind of like every time you put it on, it's like, yeah, but <laughs> that was not a fun Super Bowl. Should, uh, yeah, even though I love that team, but uh, that was a rough one. Should I buy you a Jason Seahorn or a Kerry Collins jersey then from that team? Oh God! You know the darn part, the darn shame of it is, uh, with uh, with the way the Super Bowl ended, people forget that team wasn't even supposed to go to the playoffs. Um, and for that team, they beat the Vikings forty-one nothing in the yes. NFC Championship game. It was it was forty-one nothing early in the third, and the Giants were underdogs at home going into that game. So that was such a fun team, such a fun year. Jason Seahorn had that incredible pick six the week before against the Eagles in the divisional round. It was a really awesome team. Jim Fossil, rest in peace. Um, you know, he was, he was a really enjoyable coach to have. They were fun. They had a lot of weapons. As Sean Payton was an assistant coach on the team. Um, was Tiki? They, just, they ran into, they ran into maybe the greatest defense ever in the Super Bowl. Was Tiki Barber on that team? Yes, Tiki. That was, um, I have, I actually have that from when I was a, a kid. They called them Thunder and Lightning. That's um, right. largely because when they, they, when they debuted, um, there's actually a thunderstorm that, that in the middle of that game. They ran all over the Cardinals in week one, uh, but there was literally a thunderstorm in week, in like third quarter of that game. But they caught, it made sense, like thunder and lightning, right? Ron, Ron Dane, Dane. And Tiki Barber, and then Tiki eventually took over and the rest kind of became history. Yeah, look at you bringing this up. I was a freshman in college and I remember like, oh man, I'm going to see the NFC championship game and the Giants destroyed the Vikings, which they, you, you think about the Vikings. Were they had Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Robert Smith? Uh, I think Dante Culpepper from UCF's the quarterback of that team, and Don, they got Dante, killed. Dante Culpepper was. I actually, I'm a, I'm 
this person. I actually watched some YouTube highlights of the game, like because you know, it's the NFC Championship. Yes. So I watched it last week, and yeah, it was Dante Culpepper, it was Randy Moss, and and they were favored the Vikings. They had a really, you know, those were the, the you know, anytime they, the Vikings had a couple different quarterbacks. They had Randall Cunningham. Later, they'd have Brad Johnson. Yeah, but they were, you know, when you had Randy Moss and Robert Smith, you had a really good offense. Chris Carter. Um, and so they were they were favored to go in because nobody bought the Giants the entire year. They all thought it was smoke and mirrors. And the Giants pulled off a stunner uh, on painted grass uh, in the old Giant Stadium. And uh, yeah, that was that was great. I bet your I bet your listeners didn't think we'd be uh, going no. through, through a tour of the 2001 Dude. Giants, right? Dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. They were wrong. Sunday morning, we're here with Chris Bonanno, hometown news. So Sunday morning, I'm just like you. It's Championship Sunday, so I'm on TikTok. And the algorithm literally knew what to do. It was showing me from the past 20 years highlights from all these championship games, NFC, AFC, nonstop. So for an hour Sunday morning, that's all I was watching. Is that what you were doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to get lost in the YouTube. For me, YouTube, I get used to lost in YouTube algorithms. Uh, I think today, actually, not, not too long ago, um, I listened to the radio calls of the Bills radio announcers and the Ravens radio announcers when they lost to the Chiefs. Huh. Uh, so that you can get you can get lost, and you, I love listening to to the uh, the radio calls of the, the of the home or the winning and the losing teams. It's it's the dichotomy is really interesting. Like my my favorite is like with the Minnesota Miracle. Uh, oh yeah, to hear the Saints and the Vikings, and it, it, also the fan reactions are great. So long as you know they're not staged, because I think some of them are staged. You know when they punch the TV or whatever. I don't like those. <laughs> those are dumb. Those are beyond. They also make me uncomfortable that you would break a TV over a football game. Like I would, I don't really? have that type of money. Um, <laughs> okay, here was the weirdest game in hindsight. So when the Patriots went to the Super Bowl undefeated, so they the eighteen and one team. What's weird yeah. now to watch, I'm watching the highlights of the AFC Championship game when they took on the San Diego Chargers and Phillip Rivers. Yep. That yep. game that game was 14-12 in the fourth quarter, and the Patriots couldn't do anything on offense. And then it's like Rivers, was get, he just was injured. He couldn't get down the field. And then the Patriots scored a late touchdown. We should have known then. Like, because then your Giants beat them in the Super Bowl and shut them down. So the Patriots were terrible in the championship game and the Super Bowl, trying to get to nineteen and zero. They were uh, they were actually pushed. The Jaguars had a really good team that year. Yeah, they were pushed a little bit by the Jaguars, the Jack Del Rio, um, David Garrard team. They were like a they were like an eleven and five type team. Jones, um, they were really good, and it, it was a game in the fourth quarter. Um, but Jacksonville just couldn't stop them. The difference was the Chargers actually slowed, I wouldn't say stop them, but they slowed them down. Um, that was what I think cost the Chargers, and I, I could be wrong on this, but I think Philip Rivers played that game with some insane injury. I yeah. think he may have even played with the tor- torn ACL in that game. Um, they could have won. It's insane to think about. It. They, they, and, and they could have won that game. And that was, that was one of the last LaDainian Tomlinson uh, runs with the Chargers before yeah. he went to the Jets. Um, and so they, those were good teams. They just never quite paid it off in a Super Bowl appearance. It's weird to think, like, oh, it's so shocking they lost the Super Bowl. No, they didn't play well in the playoffs either. That's what's weird. But, look, it was still a great team. It really was. And they're probably the most famous team to not win the Super Bowl. I'm trying to think. The other uh, – oh, I know what it is. I would, I would say last year's Eagles is probably second, honestly. I, I think I thought that team was awesome last year. That, that team – 
uh, the greatest show on turf team, the Rams. That was um, when the they end. Lost to the, when they lost to the Patriots. That was I think the those end of are them. Probably your your two behind the the the. the uh, the, the undefeated team. I think the Patriots, because they were going for the undefeated season, and then Moss set the record for touchdowns by receiver, and then Brady for passing touchdowns, which then I know Manning then beat it after a while. But like, yeah, they're all those are all great teams. Heck, the Chargers' best team ever is that what was it? Oh six when they lost as the number one seed, right? That didn't to, go to the, to the pass. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, a they, great. They team. lost, and that was not a great Patriots team either. The Patriots went up, I believe, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the Patriots went to the Colts, got a big lead the next week, and yes. blew it. And that was when the Colts won the Super Bowl. And that's when the Patriots went and got Randy Moss and went crazy and started beating everyone. The other game, yep. I was going to tell you this, uh, the 2020 Tampa Buccaneers, when you look at them now, they were loaded on offense and defense. Loaded. You look at that offense when they got to the Super Bowl and took on the Chiefs. You had Gronk, Antonio Brown, you had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, with Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette in the in the backfield. Then the defense, I mean, just uh, Levante David and Devin White, Antoine Winfield Jr. They're loaded in the, in the moment, Chris. You didn't feel it, but not yeah, that was a loaded team. What what's interesting is two things. First, I don't know why I was thinking about. Literally an hour ago, Green Bay's decision to kick a field goal instead of going for the touchdown on fourth <laughs> and goal at the end of that game. I have no idea why I was randomly thinking about that today, yes. but it was destiny. Um, secondly, that team didn't win its division. No. So they, end, they had to go on the road. Now, that year, going on the road meant something different than normal because there weren't, in some cases, there weren't any fans. Like they went to Washington, there was no fans in the stands. Um, they went to they went to uh, New Orleans. I think there was very few. Yes. Uh, I think Green Bay had a little. I think Green Bay had like twenty five percent capacity. So going on the road wasn't quite the same challenge it normally was. But they still went on the road and won three games, and then then they did get the Super Bowl at home, which is you know grumble grumble. But there's nothing you can really do about that, right? So uh, and they beat they were the underdogs in the Super Bowl, and they uh, crushed and them. What I wonder. When we, you know, Mahomes, you know, kind of going into this year's Super Bowl, if Mahomes has the career that we think he'll have, is the tiebreaker the fact that Brady beat Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Might be. And he beat him with the Patriots in the first year of Mahomes in the AFC Championship yeah. game. There could have been another. That was when. That was the year when um, uh, Frank. Uh, uh, I forget the defensive end. He was offsides. Yeah. Uh, D Ford was offsides when they made the pick to seal the game. Hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, shades of offensive offsides. Uh, early in the regular season for the Chiefs. But uh, I think that, you know, it's, we're not going to feel sorry for the Chiefs because I think uh, we all think that they've got uh, multiple championships ahead in the career of Mr. Mahomes, and they may have another one in a week and a half. It's a tough game to pick. We're here at Chris Manano, Hometown News. Okay, I got some for you. Just let me say it, and then you give your official statement. Do you know what Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift reminds me of? <laughs> You're going to love this. Remember your last good Yankees team in 09 when A-Rod got the divorce and then started dating Kate Hudson? And then Kate Hudson's in the front row with her mom, Goldie Hawn, and Kurt Russell, her stepdad. And then A-Rod goes crazy. Remember, A-Rod goes crazy, has the greatest postseason ever, and your Yankees win. Doesn't it kind of remind you of that? I think it's much bigger than that uh, because because uh, I think there's a whole different discourse that's 
sort of coalesced around her. Um, and I think, I mean, I think I saw uh, that the Chiefs-Ravens game, which wasn't even the primetime game, mm-hmm. had the highest ratings of any AFC championship game ever. Oh. Uh, now, I know the Chiefs are a big-name team. I know that people like watching the Ravens. But I think a lot of that's her. Um, you know, and I think they know it because you'll, you're going you're gonna to see her in the Super Bowl. I don't know what the Vegas line is, but I would imagine six, seven times at least. Uh, you know, and, and so there'll be some debate, but it, it may annoy some people. Um, for, on her part, she's not doing anything wrong. Like, what do you want her to do? Not go to the game? Like, I, I just, <laughs> I don't understand why people don't like her. She's not done anything wrong. Um, you can quibble over media coverage of it, sure, uh, but I, I don't think that she's done anything wrong. But I could see your comparison there, uh, for sure. And it could be good for football, right? You know, if it brings new new fans into the sport, you know, it's good for the NFL. Don't they have enough fans, or do they need everyone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right? they, they, I think I think they have plenty of fans, and I think they have two popular teams in the Super Bowl uh, with the greatest, the presumed face of the NFL here in Patrick Mahomes, and uh, uh, what, what what should be a really good game between uh, the team that you know that has the best quarterback and the team that might have the best overall team as far as, you know, players at different positions in the 49ers. How dare you disrespect the Kate Hudson A-Rod? <laughs> Love, <laughs> I'm laughing. I, I think Taylor Swift's on a little different plane than Kate Hudson. That's just, uh, Kate Hudson's a great actress, but Taylor Swift is hey. probably talking the most well-known musician in the world right now-ish, popular. A-Rod? I, 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 would, I would argue that. A-Rod should have stayed with Kate Hudson. And that was the best he ever played in a Yankees uniform, that 09 team. He he carried the Yankees to that World Series, and that's the last time you won a World Series. He should have stayed with well, Kate he Hudson. May, he may have had some help uh, carrying that team. Hideki that's Mat- discussion. <laughs> Hideki Matsui? Come on, he won World Series MVP. Come on, man. Oh, oh no, Hideki Matsui was fantastic. A-Rod especially was fantastic in the Divisional Series uh, and the ALCS. Uh, the World Series, he was just good. Um, but uh, he had a home run uh, in Philly. Uh, but you know, I, I, I'm I'm grateful to. Uh, gosh, that was the last time we won the World Series, right? It's time time to step on the gas here. I don't think it's going to be this year, but uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit better. I just had to bring that up with you because I know you'd appreciate it because I'm talking I Yankees. Do. I don't. I mean, we talked <laughs> 2000 <laughs> New York Giants that didn't win the Super Bowl, and now 09 Yankees. Um, <laughs> Did did the did the Chiefs win or did the Ravens choke on Sunday? The Ravens didn't play very well, did they? Um, mm. You know, it, it's weird because if you'd have told me uh, before the game that the Chiefs on the road were not going to score a point in the second half and they were going to win, and not just win, win fairly comfortably, I don't know that I would have bought that. I, I thought the Ravens were going to win the game, uh, but I think... I think the Ravens did themselves a real disservice. You know, you're the Baltimore Ravens. Why are you just completely abandoning the run game? Did you not see Buffalo completely run over Kansas City the week before? And you're the Ravens. You can run the ball. I know you've had a couple injuries in your backfield, but Gus Edwards is still funny. Heck, you got, uh, you got Dalvin Cook to run the ball. Uh, you know, let's, you've got, you've got a great offensive line. I thought there was too much on Lamar's shoulders. And he may have played like it, but 10 points with that talent. I know the Chiefs' defense, this is the best defense I think they've had in the Mahomes era. I, I just have a hard time understanding 10 points at home. Uh, and it is, unfortunately, 
it's kind of a career-defining game for Lamar right now. Um, it's not fair, but it is. Um, you know, you have the Mahomes is, is, is a winner in those clutch situations, and Lamar hasn't quite delivered. Uh, and so, you know, that, that was an opportunity for him to get on that tier with the Josh Allens or, you know, even Patrick Mahomes if he, if he wins the Super Bowl. And it didn't happen. So while the Chiefs did what they needed to do, it reminded me, you know, they, they felt like they had the championship DNA and the Ravens didn't. I do think the Ravens played a pretty poor game, and uh, they've got some soul-searching to do for sure. Yes, they do. We're here with Chris Bonanno. You're absolutely right. So the Chiefs score 17 points and don't score in the second half and win. And then the Detroit Lions score 31 mm. on the road, and they don't win. What happened in that game? Well, if you're anti-analytics, and I, I think from a football perspective, I kind of am, uh, this was your poster child game. You are up, and I have, I have less of a problem with a couple of the fourth down decisions. The, the fourth down decision I did not like at all was the one where they were up uh, two scores early in the second half, and they eschewed a 40-something yard field goal to go for it. Because even if you get it, right, you still have to go another 25 yards to score a touchdown. You know, just take the points. You know, I, you go up three scores midway through the third quarter in an NFC championship game, that's going to be pretty good. Uh, a couple of those decisions were uh, – the, the one that I really, really, truly hated was the third – on third down – to run it with Montgomery and then burn a timeout. A, you don't run it there, but B, you darn sure don't call a timeout. Because as, as, as to hear someone else describe it, I'm paraphrasing someone, you basically lost at that point. Because yes. unless you're getting an onside kick, you physically can't get the ball back. So if you score with 50 seconds left with three timeouts, there's a lot of possibilities there. You don't even necessarily have to onside kick. If you score with a minute, you can say, hey, we'll, we'll let them run McCaffrey in. We'll get the ball back with 40 seconds and no timeouts. We'll try it from there. Um, so I just hated that decision. You've got to give yourself as many outs as you can at the end of the game. But I get there's being aggressive, but then there's just feeling like silly aggressive. And it, was, it reminded me of the epic. I know people remember the, the, the game against Dallas at the end where they didn't report. They said they didn't report. He did. Um, but the, my problem with that whole sequence was after they took that away, Dan Campbell went for two from the seven-yard line. What? That just doesn't that doesn't compute for me. So I think there's aggressive, but aggressive can go into the the silly at some point, right? So it almost works. Be, yeah, it, it almost it, it, works. He looks like a he, I, I I love the guy. I'd want to play for him if I was a player. Um, and I think he's done a great job. Excellent motivator. But, gosh, he's got to be kicking himself about that, doesn't he? You know what it's like? My analogy would be, so you're on 95, you're speeding like crazy, right? You're just speeding and speeding and speeding, which most people do. I'm sorry to say that. They're speeding and speeding. Hey, I haven't been pulled over yet. Let's keep it going. Keep speeding. And then you see cops. I'm just going to keep speeding. No, maybe you should slow down. No, it's worked this far. Let's just keep going. That's ridiculous. Kick the field goals and go to the Super Bowl. That's why it's infuriating, Chris. Just kick them. It, it, it is. Their, their kicker, okay, so their kicker wasn't great from long range, but he's pretty decent in, in, in intermediate range. Michael Badgley, the uh, former University of Miami kicker. So, you know, I think I, I, I will also grant you there was a little bit of rain, obviously, that night, so maybe he felt like that was, you know, a part of it. But um, even even on fourth down there right at the end of the game, 
they scored the touchdown, so nobody questions it. You're down 10 points. You can kick the field goal. Like, so there, there was a lot of questionable decisions there. Um, it's a shame because I, I know that you probably have a little less sympathy as a Bears fan. Yes. But for about mm, 45 minutes there, it looked like the Lions were going to the Super Bowl, even though I was texting whoever saying the Niners are going to come back. I, I, will, I will take credit for that. <laughs> um, but for about 45 minutes, the average Lions fan probably thought they were going to the Super Bowl. Um, to the point, I, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and he said there were probably Lions fans that were probably starting to make reservations in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how, that's how close it got. Like, hey, I better get this flight or something like that. Um, nope. And it's just, it's just to have your heart ripped out like that. Dude. I'm sure the Lions will get another shot at it. But it's not easy to get back. You know, it, it just takes, you know, one injury. And, you know, you, you, don't get, you just never know in the NFL when you're going to get back. So uh, I think the Lions window is opening, but it's a tough pill to swallow. Um, yeah, in 32 years, they can go back. All right. That's, uh, that's my thoughts on it. When it was 24 all and the Niners tied the game, did anyone think Detroit was going to win? I say no. 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 It was over right then. It was over. They don't know how to win. But it's weird because San Francisco's lost the last two NFC Championship games, then they break through. My question for you then is, who do you like in the Super Bowl? My head... Like San Francisco, my gut says Kansas City. I'm going to take San Francisco, uh, and I don't feel great about it. Uh, but I think uh, just a little bit too too much in terms of weaponry uh, when you're talking about you know I'm I'm thinking back again to that Buffalo game, the success that Buffalo had running with James Cook. Why Baltimore opted not to do it, I don't know. Um, the team that that Kansas City got in the first round, that Miami team was a shell of itself by the time it got there. Uh, and I don't think playing in a, in a meat locker really helped. Um, so, uh, you know, you, I think we really look at those Buffalo-Baltimore games. I wonder, it's crazy to say this about a Kansas City team, I wonder if Kansas City has the offense to keep up if those, if those weapons pop off for a few touchdowns. So, you know, you look at the skill guys, you look at Kittle, Samuel, Obviously, McCaffrey to me is the best skill position player in all of the NFL, and that's that's something I don't say very, very lightly. Both teams have good offensive lines. Um, you know, I, I, you know, you compare that to what Kansas City has with Kelsey, Rasheed Rice is really stepping up, but it doesn't really compute. Uh, and so, if Purdy just doesn't make the big mistake, I, I think it's I think it's the 49ers game to lose. I expect them to have a crowd advantage because it's a little closer to uh, San Francisco and mm. and. Kansas City was there last year, so I would expect to be a, a crowd, which has been important before, like that Seattle-Denver Super Bowl. That, that Seattle crowd really played a big deal. So I like San Francisco. Would not, no outcome would surprise me. Um, I think it'll be a close game, which is good for everybody. But I just think the whole year I've thought it felt like the Niners' time, right? Like they were kind of outplayed in large they, – they really should have lost to the Packers, but they were outplayed in – Big stretches by the line, especially the first half. But they managed to get through. They just have this nagging feeling it's their time. Uh, And uh, so I like San Francisco, we'll say 24-21. Close game. I like it. How can we check out uh, your article for the Highland Mint stuff? So it'll be uh, it'll be online next week where a weekly paper comes out Friday. So uh, everything has to come in for that Friday paper by last Monday. So I just did the interview. So it'll be in right for the big game uh, next week. 
um, and we'll have that, and we'll have a uh, we'll have a story uh, on uh, Juwan Taylor. Uh, nice. Also, uh, for the, if those who have no rooting interest and want one, uh, Coco offensive lineman Juwan Taylor is going to be. Uh, hope, he, he got a challenge there with with Nick Bosa potentially uh, in the Super Bowl, but uh, very nice young man from from all accounts, and uh, you know, really uh, really hoping that he has a great game, and uh, very happy for him. Obviously, that he signed a big contract and uh, is playing with a great organization. So yeah, we'll have both of those at hometownnewsbrevard.com. Great stuff. My man, thank you so much for your help, and have a great day. You too. Thank you.